You are listening to Legends of Wildemount, a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast streamed live on Twitch for the Mimics and Monstrosities Twitch channel. You can find the Twitch channel on twitch.tv slash mimics letter N monstros. This episode of Legends of Wildemount is titled Wriggling of Worms and was pre-recorded June 24th, 2020. So, hi guys, uh, welcome back to Legends of Wildmount. This is just a recorded version of the campaign, we're not really streaming uh, today on Wednesday because of the Twitch blackout that's going around, and if you don't know what the Twitch blackout is, Google it maybe? Uh, it's basically in support of some practices that Twitch does in regards to not so great content creators, but that's all I'm going to go into about it. Um, yes, we're recording, so the announcements might not be up to date, only one of them really will be, and that's... Uh, we are still raising money for the bail project, and that is going until July 10th. So that is like from today of this recording. That is still two weeks away. Plus, yeah, about two weeks away. Plus two days. So 16 days. We're still raising money for the bail project, and then going forward, other charities, mostly BIPOC focused and uh, trans focused. Uh, but yeah, and then I think. Uh, Sam, who runs Soldiers of Lich Queen, is also putting out a new uh, episode of Demystifying DMing. It'll probably be this week or next week. Or whenever you're listening to this. Maybe when you're listening to this, it's already out, so who knows. Uh, yeah. So, however, we last left off, Wild Mount. You guys uh, had a night in the Shaded Bow Inn, wandered the streets to do stuff, and... Uh, oh boy, I don't remember. Talindra, yes, Talindra and, uh, yes, because of community, because of tech issues, there were some minor hiccups I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Me and, the uh, and Enoch were doing a jam session, if that's that what was, you're trying to remember. No, that was the, that was at no, the uh, end. Uh, we had some yeah. hot coffee. You had some hot coffee. We did have some hot We went to leave. Yeah, yes. we went to leave. And we spotted we the... Get, we went to get Gravel's bicycle. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you guys saw the, uh, the elixir salesman kind of pulling his cart out of town. And Lendak ran off to tell the guards. And because of technical issues, Talindra followed. I believe. Or was that when the technical issues were sorted out? Anyway, Talindra yeah. followed uh, Lendak. No, she didn't follow. Yeah. Uh, and Enoch just ran straight after the elixir salesman, after uh, Vinlock Gravel, uh, suggested maybe they follow... Well, I don't know even if there was a suggestion. Either way, Enoch just ran after the elixir salesman, and the two began questioning him. Uh, and he definitely seemed a little fishy. Didn't really reveal too much information about why he was leaving Dia's stock. And the party decided to just attack the dude, so... That happened, and the potion salesman, not wanting to get murdered by these two individuals, drank a potion he had himself and turned himself and him sorry turned himself into a deathlock, and the deathlock fought the party, and eventually, essentially, just fought Gravel and Enoch, and not too long into the fight, his head was caved in, uh, and crushed and essentially <laughs> obliterated. Uh, and when the town guard came, they pointed. Hey, this is the potion salesman. Gravel went into the uh, went into the salesman's cart and found a bunch of interesting paperwork. 
not paper, yeah, not paperwork, potions that had very important individuals' names on it, like King Bertrand Dwendle and his family, but also the leader of Deastock also had their name on a vial. And instead of handing this information over, along with a letter that had a unbroken seal on it of a star meteor, sorry, a meteor with a worm around it. Wham. A worm, <laughs> a worm, a earthworm, uh, a scriggling little worm, a wriggling little worm. And instead of handing over this information when the guards arrived with Lindak and Talindra, Gravel kept that all of that to himself and on his person. The yeah, letter, he hasn't told any of you guys about it yet. Nope. The letter, <laughs> the potions, and uh, everyone kind of, the guards asked the party, like, what would they like to be called on the official document? Party couldn't think of anything, so they decided, the guards told them they need to stay in town one more day just to finalize paperwork. Uh, while this was happening, the party went to go visit uh, Enoch's farmer friend, uh, Bertrand, and talked about some stuff. And basically, Bertrand inquired about buying Lindak's horse, but not for the price Lindak was suggesting. Uh, based on Bertrand being a farmer, and he knows the prices of livestock. Um, <clears throat> and he eventually invited the party to dinner the following day once they were sorted with their business in town. Uh, the party head back, went back into town. Uh, uh, Enoch and Talinder went back to the Shaded Bow Inn to play some music for the patrons while... Gravel kind of went to the locks blacksmiths to uh, do some locksmithing stuff, and Lindak went to the stables to check on his horses. Uh, eventually, the party kind of regrouped at the Shaded Bow Inn, while Enoch and Talendra and a local bard who usually plays this tavern by himself uh, joined them in a hearty song, and Enoch and Talendra and this bard were actually given gold coin purses on the table. And we pick we pick up immediately at the end of that music session. The patrons all kind of stand up and start clapping like, oh, "Very good, very good." And uh, oh. everyone kind of just goes back to their drinking and their own little thing in the tavern. Well, um, it's very well grab. done. Thank you. You you as well. You as yes, you. you and and who are who are you? He's gonna look at the Oh, uh Russell. 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 You play your instrument well. Thank you. Uh and he's got like the traditional like bard hat. He's got the bard beret, like the puffy uh purplish bard beret, got kind of like the bardish tudic, the kind of like uh puffy pants where like the socks come all the way up to his knees and he's got little curled shoes and he's like you got kind of got like a little pointed little goatee and a curled mustache he's like oh thank you Jesse yes um, <laughs> he's gonna pull yes, the yeah. pull the uh, pouches that he they have acquired to him um, he's gonna look at Finlock um, can you <clears throat> you want to count these like push them uh, over. I can. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's give those things a look. You guys need any help? The bard looks over at the little gnome approach to count the coins. He's like, I can count coins. I do this as oh. a profession. You can count them, then, and he slides them <laughs> across back across the table. Okay, he starts counting. Oh, he looks in all three bags. So there's three coin bags. Oh, they're all the same. It's convenient. He, he oh. kind of like shows them to shows like all three of you, like all well, the two of you, like 
the amount in the bag. And he's like, yeah, they all look the same. Um, yeah, uh, ten gold in each coin purse. And you can, he shows you ten gold coins in each of these coin purses. So he goes, that's not too bad. And he ties this off at his waist. He doesn't do that. He put, pours it into his other coin purse that he has on his person. And then he goes, well, that was exciting. It was. Yes. But it was very nice meeting you. I, I very much enjoyed your your instrument. I haven't seen it before. Don't stop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I am so sorry. That caught me off guard. Um, oh, man. <laughs> Sleep deprivation. Oh, um, thank you so much. Uh, she gives lessons on playing instruments. You should... Well, I know my What does that mean? Dog, you are She, with her... Don't you teach? Isn't that what I, you do? I could. I, I suppose. Vinlock's gonna put a I, hand on I, Enoch. I don't, like... I don't need lessons. I was taught by Madame La Charme. As was I. Oh. Oh, that explains a lot, actually. It does. I was it, trained it, by it, a shaman. At my tribe. That's very interesting. Yes, very. Thank you. Her name wasn't. Never mind. <clears throat> and he's well, gonna go count his coins. Uh, it is nice to meet you. Um, what was your name again? Russell. Russell. Yes, and he's a. Where you? He's a human. So. Where are you from? Oh, here in Deerstock. Russell of Deerstock. All right. All right. Well, uh, my friends and I have a uh, couple things to talk about. Oh, yes, I have things to couple things to, to as discuss. well. All right. Uh, I appreciate you letting me join in. And again, this is usually my night that I perform, and I was a bit caught off guard. So thank you for letting me take part. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. And he, uh, he gives a little bow and leaves the inn. Leaving you all to your own devices. Hey. Not counting. Hey. Uh, that guy took his, his gold, yep, correct? he did. Okay. Alright, um... Which of you all has the biggest room, do you think? I would assume they're all fairly equal. All right. Uh, let's all go to my room, if you don't mind. All right. He says, kind of just looking around. Okay. I look okay. around just to see if there's anything overt that I'm, like, unaware of. No, it's... The bar's pretty are loud. Getting... Patrons are here drinking, so no one's really paying attention. Are we getting dinner? I'm Maybe later. Hungry. It's not really close to dinner time yet. <laughs> are we getting early dinner? <laughs> Second, Second breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, if you guys want, you guys can probably get a drink before leaving the... Yeah, 
um, how much will a gold get me? He's going to like walk over to the bar oh, and, gr- and uh, grab a piece. Uh, just one gold. I want as much as this can provide. He's going to like push the coin. You want good quality or bad quality? You notice it's a different uh, bar t- uh, bartender today. Uh, a very bald kind of uh, human. He's missing most of his teeth. Uh, but he's very well dressed. But missing a lot of his teeth. Uh, yeah, what you want? You want like shit? You want good stuff? Shit? What you want? Uh, probably nothing that is shit. That's <clears throat> yeah, the good, the good stuff. Good stuff for a gold coin. All right. And he reaches over behind him and he grabs one entire bottle and just puts it on the counter. All right. Uh... All right, thank you. He's gonna walk off. That's a uh, mead. It's really good mead. I thank you for the mead. Made here in Diastock, and he takes with the coin and just slides it towards him. Okay. Vinlock is already up in his room, like preparing like chairs and stuff around okay. around there, and just <laughs> leaving the door open. <laughs> And Lindak, probably right behind Finlock, or within a minute, anyway. Okay. Yeah, I, I just go right up. Um, okay. With the rest. Is this like a quirk? How did how's the yeah it's the a top quirk. of this? It's a quirk. Is it like enough where I would I need someone had would have been like pre-opened or do I have to like go Com- get a completely unopened? <sighs> you. you Make about halfway up the stairs and turns around. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you open this for me? Oh, <laughs> kind of looks at you and your muscles. Sure. <laughs> Why not? And he okay. pulls out a hand. And he gives it to him. <laughs> and just with his, he's going to try to pull it out with his bare hands. <laughs> okay. But yeah. He just goes... Rolled a 19 plus 2, so he hands it back to you. <laughs> and Very as soon as he, soon as he hands it back to you, you just see, you just smell an overwhelming smell of, like, honey and, uh, honey. <laughs> and as it opens up, there's, there's like kind of like that, and like a <laughs> like it's carbonated. Um, a little bit of like that uh, carbonation gas comes at the top. And as you look in, it's very like effervescent, and it's kind of got like a gold shimmer to it, almost like there's gold flakes in it. You know how you get that gold schlager alcohol? It's got gold flakes in it. Uh oh. This is Uh-oh. this is mead with gold flakes in it. Okay. Uh, uh thank you. Um, and he's gonna get back to about halfway up the stairs, and he's gonna like. Okay. Bottoms up a little um, bit. So, has he not given not- alcohol before? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. I, I mean, he's probably, for Goliath, he's probably considered, like, a lightweight because okay. he's, he <laughs> doesn't consume it okay. a lot. So, you've had alcohol before. You know there's a burn to it, especially, like, the harsh alcohol that you can that you make in the mountains. There's not much to make alcohol from in the mountains. Um, and there's no burn to it, and it's, like, really sweet. Not in, like, a overly sweet way. But it's it's kind of like a sweet like uh. If you ever had mead, it mm-hmm. tastes like honey, and then there's like a 
like a crisp dryness to it at the back. So it's like a mix between mead and sparkling cider. Hmm. Sounds pretty darn good. I'm gonna sit there for a second. Huh. I'm gonna hit it back again. Mm-hmm. Another big gulp. Right. Tastes really good. Has he not ever? Oh man, I bet he's feeling the burps coming up. Oh, he gets carbonated. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's out, let's out burp. <laughs> Those sugars are definitely carbonating or breaking uh, down. Okay. Um, all right, he's gonna make his way the rest okay. of the way to Venlock. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys are sitting in like in Venlock's room, and you can smell like the scent of honey approaching. Like, it's that, the scent, like, the smell from that bottle is very, like, it perfumes out. Wow. So that means it has a very high alcohol content. Yeah, it's very strong. And not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, come in. I got some of this, and he's going to hand it to the closest person. Okay, I'll, and... I'll roll a d4. <laughs> closest it's not person. Not Closest person is Lindak. Okay. Hands it to Lindak. Oh, Lindak takes it and he just has a little. Yeah, really sweet. Oh. Really sweet, carbonated, no alcoholic burn to it. Very nice. Dangerous. Very dangerous. Passes, passes it off. Much like exactly. that green apple whiskey and honey whiskey, there's no burn to it. Oof. Uh, Enoch. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you close the door, please? Yes, and he goes to close it. All right. Leans up against the door. Lindak passed the bottle on to whoever. Uh, oh. Take a take a sip. <laughs> so, how are all of you? Uh, rather odd Good. question. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I mean, we've known each other for a while. Um, Have we? Not, not particularly. For a day, then. Um, that a long time in Nome. <laughs> Man, this is going to be difficult. And he looks to the windows of the room that he's in. Okay. Is there anything, like, I imagine this is second floor window? Yeah, second floor. Uh, he, what can he see when he looks out the window? Perception check. Oh, you don't need to make a perception check looking out the window. Uh, just <laughs> s- streets and buildings. Okay. Are there any buildings across the street that could look into the window? No. Actually, yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, just like a house. Uh, he's gonna, if there are... They're, they're blinds. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. <laughs> pull them closed. Sure. And hopefully everyone else kind of picks up on the cue that... <clears throat> uh, so, you know that guy that poisoned a bunch of people in town... Yeah. I'm familiar. Uh I think something big's going on. 
something bigger than poisoning half the garden town? Yeah. What do you think? Killing all the guards in town. You know, that would that is the next the next thing up on that on that, you know, list of escalation. Um uh, leaving though he was leaving to go make more that's what he said yeah that's and then I stopped him well here's the thing have any of you had what he called night terrors like bad dreams sometimes I mean not that I don't I don't think I needed a potion for it though you don't have well, nightmares? Something that he said before we got into the fight with him. He said something about how everybody in town kind of wanted wanted that. And, in fact, a lot of people did. So why is everybody having uh, bad dreams? That's a good question. Anyway, a lot of this is uh, actually this is this is gonna make things a little bit easier, Enoch. You know this already, but you know, try to keep him calm. And he pulls his hair out. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. And then rubs away a bit of the makeup, so he goes from like peach flesh colored, matching that of most rock gnomes, to uh, a gray like uh, almost stone-like quality and texture to his skin. Uh, not sure if you two have ever heard of my kind, but I've heard of yours. Enoch's like watching Lindak. Especially Lindak. Lindak seems more intimidating, but he's going to be watching both of them. Okay. Or are disguising yourself for a good reason? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, also, this. And he takes his voice a pitch lower. Um, yeah. I mean, you two had a whole lot of trouble given the circumstances you could have gotten yourselves in some deep stuff just by looking the way you do so I mean that's why I usually have a disguise and put on airs makes things a little easier to work is this the only thing you're keeping from us you were keeping from us? No. I appreciate the honesty there. And right now you might recognize that he has a satchel on him that he hasn't had on him before. <laughs> and he brings it over his head. I found this on that uh, potion seller's... Uh, in that potion seller's wagon here and he'll open it up and show you guys the 
vials with the names on them. King Bertrand Dwendal, Prince Idas, 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 uh, Princess Thyria, yep. and Dieter McGuinness. We recognize that last name, don't we? Yeah, the leader of Diastucky. Everyone, all these names are, rec- are recognizable. Everybody knows King Bertrand Dwendal. Yeah, there's also like at least three other Dieters in this town, so yeah, it's <laughs> recognizable. Yeah, the leader of Diastucky. <laughs> Dieterville. Do you think the Bard was also the general store owner, Russell? Man, I keep using names. <laughs> I was just reading my notes. I was like, wait, I have a Russell already written. Uh, Enoch's going to take the... Dead. Yeah, He doesn't Enoch, own that name. <laughs> know, he's going to take the bottle and he's going to hit it back again. Okay. For a second, I thought you meant like one of the oh, vials. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. I was just like, no! <laughs> Out of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys weren't there, but what's in these bottles? Uh, looks like the same stuff that uh, that potion seller drank before he turned into a an undead looking thing. So I'm not sure what these are. Um. Uh, anyway, I good with alchemy or herbalism. I mean, we might. Be... Never mind. Never mind. I mean, we might be able to figure it out somehow, but, uh, there's more. Uh, I kept this from the guards because of the names that I saw. This seemed to perhaps be bigger. And... I don't know. I don't know why I kept it, honestly. I, I really shouldn't care, but I took a risk. And it was a huge risk. I mean, I, yes. I we are already people. Been a, uh, good choice, though. Is We're already with those people names who... on it would have got us super more involved in something that sounds like it may be political. Yeah, I wanted to have all of you around whenever we figured this out and he pulls out the black letter mm-hmm. and uh, everyone, with the yeah. orange seal everyone sees the orange seal and it looks like a meteor or a comet and there is a worm like a a night crawler worm wrapped around the comet and is, it, uh, is the seal unbroken yes right that letter okay. has not been opened yeah. and then gravel is going to take one of his daggers and go under the seal. Okay. Uh, before you do that, is it addressed to anyone? Yeah. No names on it. Okay. It's a black letter. They'd have to have <laughs> did like some colored or bright <laughs> luminescent ink, I think. Talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? And he just has the, his dagger out and kind of holding up the letter. I think this is incredibly dangerous for many of us. Some I words can't read comments, so. 
I'm gonna <laughs> hit the read. bottle back again. Constitution saving throw based on how much you've been drinking that. This is four, so. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, that's a 19 plus four, 23. Yeah, you're fine. You've been drunk before, probably. Mm -hmm. Uh, would take a lot to get a Goliath drunk. It's <laughs> massive muscle, yeah. So yes, this is a big risk. Um. Anyway, running it by you guys, I do not know what to do here. Well, he was oh. staying at the. Uh, warehouse area, correct? Yeah. So, if there's more to this, maybe that's where we can start? Or if you want to look into it more, or did you yeah. want to read the letter? Well, do any of you have any way we could read this uh -huh. thing without breaking the seal? I have calligraphers. Now it's un helps me write. To, sure open, to read the letter, to seals. read the letter, you'd essentially have to break the seal. I could mend the seal after the fact with mending. Uh, smart. Although, if it, that's assuming this isn't in any way magical or doesn't have any kind of willing to take the risk. <laughs> all right. As you break the seal, all the lights in the room darken and dim. The fireplace <laughs> goes out. And, there's oh, like a, no. and the room gets kind of cold. The windows kind of open on their own. There's like a breeze that rolls in. And a voice emanates from the letter saying, Luther Hargreaves, we need you to craft your concoctions to herald our master's return. We have your family. Destabilize the empire. Do this and we will return them safe. And uninfested. Grand Seer Thraxis, speaker for the worm that walks. And then the letter burns up and dissolves. Uh oh. Did you say speaker Thraxis? Grand Seer Thraxis, T H R A X U S, speaker for the worm that walks. He had, but initially it was dressed to Luther. Luther, which you can probably assume is the potion salesman. <gasps> oh, mm. oh no! I killed an innocent. Well. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. You, I believe. Okay, yeah, he's <laughs> probably gonna down a little bit more. <laughs> okay. By a little bit more, it's a lot. Okay. <clears throat> So when we opened this up, there was no actual letter inside? No. Hmm. Broke the seal, there was a voice that emanated, and then the envelope-ish thing just burned up. So that didn't tell us anything about these other potions. I feel like we've gotten involved in things that are beyond us, frankly. Yeah, well, I think it's pretty easy to not be involved. Um, you just forget about it, honestly. Um, if they let us. But 
Luther Luther's family uh, uh, I don't feel good you're going to suggest that we rescue his family yeah that'd be pretty great if yeah that that would be an idea if we knew where they even were where they were being kept we knew anything. Anything about this Grand Seer Thraxus? Nobody knows anything. No one will. Grand Seer? Seer? Grand Seer. S-E-E-R. Okay. The person who sees. (laughs) The grandest. Uh, Infested was used, right? Infested was used? Okay. It said destabilize the empire do this and we will return your family safe and uninfested i'll read the letter in my own voice now okay we need to craft your concoctions to herald our master's return we have your family destabilize the empire do this and we will return them safe and uninfested grand seer thraxis speaker for the worm that walks You know, I was going to, like, press up against the wall and just kind of slide down okay. the heavy thud to sit. And the lights kind of, like, the fires, like, the fireplace kind of re-comes back, comes back up, the windows close themselves, can get warms back up in here. Uh, well. Strange. Very strange. Have we ever heard of a Grand Seer? Is that like a title from the Cerebrus Assembly or anything like that? No. Nope. Mostly well, for some reason, this guy wants to destabilize the Empire. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm trying to make a life for myself here. What are you suggesting? Well, honestly, nothing. We have no leads. I imagine we just keep our ears open. I agree. Just try to imagine we didn't see that. Or should we... You're probably right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that if we we... mention anything like this to the guard... Oh, no, no, no. We should not do that. Right. (laughs) And we have a meeting with them tomorrow. Yeah. Then I was going to... Oh, so go ahead. What what about the potions? That's actually what I was about to... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Vinlock's going to pull out the one for uh, Dieter McGinnis. And he's going to look at it open it up and take a smell cool as soon as you open it up a shape materializes inside the potion mm-hmm. and it's a little wriggling yellow worm and he holds it up for them to see yeah you all see it and it smells like nothing it has no scent whatsoever and you get that's by design 
Is it just the worm? No liquid? There's a liquid. It's like a clear liquid. The liquid goes from a dark purple to a clear liquid, and then there's a yellow worm wriggling around in it. Not a a big worm, like maggot-sized. It's not tequila. He's going to dip a finger into the top. The worm immediately races towards your finger. Ah, you get it pulled away. Okay. And it goes back to resting in the liquid. Well, that looks dangerous. Enoch's not even looking. He's at the bottle and he's kind of like twirling it on the floor. Lid back on that. He's gonna put the lid back on it. Put the lid back on it and it goes back to a purple liquid with no worm floating in it. That was strange. Uh. Not sure how learned this potion maker was, but he's, hmm. Would you like me to uh, try to detect magic to find out more information about these potions? Oh, you can do that. Can do that, yes. Wow. Um, uh, I will do that if, if you think it'll be helpful. Yeah, I don't I don't um, know how that shit works. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 I take the potion, and I, I just start uh, catch, casting uh, Detect Magic as a ritual. Okay. What's that song sound like? <laughs> or however. Or oh, yeah, how, or, no, I'm joking. Or I'm however. Joking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's just like hitting good. an E. <laughs> right. <laughs> the perfect, the perfect e pitch for ten minutes straight. It's just like <laughs> by the end of it, you're all like, "Oh my god!" Um. So while it's yeah, so you do this, uh, and for potions, the rules of uh, identifying potions, the only way to really identify a potion is to take a sip. Uh, as it says in the rules, <laughs> as written, uh, it's definitely you do detect an aura of magic, but nothing beyond that. Uh, it says in the spell that I can get the school of magic. Can I get that? Nope. No. Okay. Not for potions. Potions are a little. Oh, not for potions. Okay. It, it specifically states in the rules to identify a potion, you have to sip it. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Now I know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, don't recommend no. testing I, that one out. No, I wouldn't. Wouldn't want to do that. And I, I give it back. I couldn't find out much information about it. I'm afraid. Yeah, part of me thinks we should just smash these. Uh, that could be dangerous, depending on what it does. Yeah. But holding on to them could be just as dangerous with the names that are on them. Are the names in, like, labels? Uh, yeah. Taped on, or... Yeah. Could the names be removed? Certainly try. Perhaps it's not smart to remove them as if you were saying that outwardly i don't know if you were saying that in your head or sure, not yeah um who knows why there are specific names on these bottles so getting them mixed up might be bad true honestly i i think as unideal as it is our best option might be to find a way of uh, find a place where we could 
hide them as best we can and just pretend we haven't seen them. Or just try to forget that they exist. Or we go to the warehouse district and say we found this there. Um, it's still risky, I think, to be associated with it. Or we could we just could. leave it there. That might be a better option. For some kid to find and drink. <laughs> Hopefully anyone who comes across them would be smarter than that. He said kid. Kids are not that smart. That's unfortunately true. Or maybe smart, but curious. Uh, do any of you have a way to, like, maybe anonymously inform a guard <laughs> that there's something going on? Other than other than writing a letter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I do not. As far as I can tell. I could charm someone, but that's temporary. So I definitely did not see, like, the, it was just an envelope. That's all it was? Yep. Fuck. Okay. Well, anyway, that's that's all me right now. That's all I got. Uh, I'm pretty much at your mercy. Uh, so, you know, please don't uh, take that for granted or, you know, turn me in. I also am on a... Uh... secret mission which does not involve politics so much I don't think I'm trying to stay away and uninvolved in that I'm more trying to retrieve something that was stolen and due to my actual shall I say, uniqueness. Nobody has really ever seen someone like me um, on, on this side of the, the border. I, that's why they weren't sure where I was from or, or, or what I am. Even. Gravel's listening intently, but he's also trying to put his disguise back on. Um, Enoch's gonna like get up, use the wall to like pull himself up. <clears throat> I need to take a walk. He's gonna like put the bottle down, open the door, and he's gonna leave. Hey, hey, it's once close. he gets up. Uh, no. <laughs> mm, all right. Hey, he, so. He's, after Enoch leaves, he's going to be like, hey, we need to look after that guy. I think you're absolutely correct. Uh, As a matter of fact, uh, unless you have more to say right now, I am going to go after him. Yeah, we'll have to pick up where we left off in regards to opening up. 
so to speak. Uh, yeah. Where's he not going? Uh, he's leaving. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? Uh, he is going to. Uh, he is going to the warehouse district. Okay. And oh. chases after him and uh, is going to try and catch him before he even leaves the bar. But he is not going to try and stop him. He is going to uh, say, would uh, you like some company? Is He just kind of shrugs and leaves the bar. What's up, Gravel? I think Gravel's going to try and pull Lindak back. Contested strength check. Not like, not like super strong, just enough so that he notices that okay. he's attempting to do it. Little tug on my cape? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Is it luck? Um, maybe we should just tail him, follow him. That might be a good idea to see if anybody's on us, onto us. I see. Yes, good idea. So I will follow him instead of Tal or Red God. <clears throat> um. So it's it's just Lindak going at this point. No, no we're, we're, you we're, guys all. Are, you guys are okay, we're all going. Okay, then I'll, oh, I would have followed them. Okay. okay, yeah. Tal, what do you think? We're thinking about just tailing Enoch here. We don't, uh, again, I would like to us, know where he's going if he yeah, knows all none, the situation. Yeah, none of us really know too much about him. He's been a really good friend to me, but he also seems pretty adamant on leaving as soon as possible. He didn't just seem like, so until right now. <laughs> yeah, well. He planned on leaving as soon as possible, just like that potion seller. So I don't really know if he's tied to any of this or what. Yes, uh, I, I think we should uh, see see what his plans are, for sure. Enoch, as you get outside the bar and start walking down the street, uh, someone kind of walks up to you in a cloak, hooded cloak. You can see their face and everything. They're not really hiding their features or anything. Kind of got wrinkles, blue eyes, uh, a goatee, uh, very elderly looking. And he goes, oh, I ha are you Enoch? I have a letter from Bertrand. Uh, yes. Oh, excellent. And he hands you the letter and just kind of, have a wonderful day. And he just walks away. Puts it into his pouch and he continues walking okay you all exit the tavern next are you being quiet about this stealthy oh yeah i need everybody to make, yeah. everybody to make stealth checks against enoch's passive perception all right all right Ooh, i scored high got 21 all right got disadvantage on stealth correct oh is it oh you no have. he does because he's wearing armor <laughs> okay okay and i rolled in that one that one. <laughs> oh. I rolled uh, an eight, 18. 18. All right. Two of you succeed. So you guys kind of, you, you, Linda kind of accidentally kicks like a, just kicks a barrel or something over and it's a, a barrel full of rainwater and it just, and you all kind of just pull Linda back into the bar. Enoch doesn't really notice and just keeps walking. Okay. And you guys are following Enoch. Yep. 
that we are. How far back? Uh, we'll try to, however long it takes for him to turn a corner. Okay. We're just gonna watch until he turns a corner and take that note and catch up. All right. And watch until he turns a corner and take that note, catch up. Okay. Uh, after about uh, half an hour, uh, Enoch, you get to the warehouse district. He's going to close his eyes for a second. All right. Um, he's going to like, is there a lot of activity or is there like a, a place like a essentially like a building that looks potentially like a home or like a residence uh, that's like close to this area? Perception check. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, no, just a, just warehouses. One of the warehouses, though, looks a little decrepit and abandoned. Though, it's kind of the furthest warehouse. Uh, one of that one. Rest, resting, <laughs> that one. resting up right against the like outer wall of the city, almost. He's gonna go to that one. Okay. You guys follow. Okay. Uh, he's gonna check the surrounding area for any kind of tire marks or wheel okay. marks uh it's nighttime. do you have dark vision <laughs> mm -mm. all right investig investig <laughs> oh, wait. investigation check with disadvantage okay so justin time wise uh, did we spend the whole day playing or did no, they spend the whole no. day playing a couple hours it was it was in the early morning yeah it was a few hours so short rest essentially not a long not enough for a long rest okay so I, the reason why i was confused is like if it's nighttime now that means between the time of oh sorry early evening. evening so the sun is setting okay cool sorry justin i just so just a short rest yeah um yeah so yeah investigation wow. disadvantage because it's low <laughs> okay. light okay i rolled a 15 and an 18 so <laughs> investigation is a 16 16 yeah you can see tire marks going towards like the from the wheels of the wagon going to the forest uh where i'm gonna follow those all right Everyone else is following behind. Not enough room to kind of like dip, hide from him at this point because a lot of the warehouses are lined up symmetrically in a line. So you have to be like going behind little crates every couple of feet to like <laughs> continue. Uh, so with that, since the train has changed, I need another stealth check from everybody. We're, we're totally oh, Scooby doing it, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since I'm like super small. And... Yeah, y'all have the heads tacked on, on top of each other looking over. <laughs> Oh man, I rolled a natural one. Natural one, Ooh. okay. Uh oh. Sorry. <laughs> what gravel get? Twenty six. Okay, Lindak. Eight. Eight. <laughs> uh. Wow. <laughs> a cat goes scooting out from, and you can see that uh, Talinda accidentally stepped on a cat, a sleeping cat, <laughs> sleeping cat's tail, and Lindak and Lindak accidentally booted it when it was running away. And it's like, and it runs out, and Enoch, you hear a cat just squeal and scream about thirty feet behind you. Yeah, he turns. Oh, yeah, he turns. Yeah, you see, you see, Cylindra and Lindak kind of like looking around, and Gravel. You don't see Gravel. Yeah. Well, let's just say Gravel was in the same place they were, and he probably does see Gravel like do the slow head turn towards <laughs> Lindak and Tal, like. <laughs> 
I'm not um, sneaky. I tried to tell you that. I'm not sneaky. <laughs> he just... Um... Hi? Tina, we've come to help. Why, why'd you kick that cat? Well, that was an accident. How do you accidentally kick a cat? I didn't see him anywhere and in front of my foot. Hmm. All right. Well, there's tracks here. Hmm. He's going to turn and keep walking okay. toward the warehouse. Sure. Well, you blew it. <laughs> Looks like we're going to have to kill him. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. That might be a little bit <laughs> Yeah. Good luck. A little bit hasty. Did yeah. we take a short rest, technically? Would that count as a short rest? Okay, the, let me uh, go ahead and get my axe yeah. insurance back, just in case. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the music session and the bar okay. counted. Cool. Um, I'm, being, I'm being sarcastic. Figured. But, uh, Enoch, you get to the warehouse, and the doors are padlocked with a big chain. And there is a window, but it's like 40 feet up. It's a very tall warehouse. And it's like a 20 by 20 foot window. I'm gonna grab the lock and the chains, like pick it up a little bit, you know, just to, like look at it, pretty not enough like pull it away. Pretty heavy. He's gonna look yeah. over his shoulder. See. <laughs> and he's gonna kind of step to the side. Yeah. <laughs> gesture so, to it. Yeah, so Gravel, you see this huge lock. It's probably like, it's almost the size of your head. Uh, and it's keeping these chains very taut and secure in place and keeping this door absolutely barred shut. Well, in for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. And he's going to see if he can't unlock it. And while he's doing so, he's going to ask Enoch. Uh, so, you have anything to do with any of this? You crushed that guy's head pretty easily. No, I... I needed to busy my mind. So... But no, I don't have anything to do with this. Insight check. <laughs> I was gonna say that too. Can I do that as well? Uh, sure. Or am I with it? I, I guess I'm assuming I am. Assuming we're all together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, so that's a... That was bad anyways, that was a seven. I know, I know the truth too, so... Yeah. A seven? Okay. So... Eight... What's eight plus seven? Uh... Fifteen. Fifteen. He's... Not lying. Alright. Alright, he's gonna keep... He's gonna keep trying to unlock All this right, thing. All right, slide it, slide a hand check with your thieves tools or whatever. Right. Yeah. All right. And it's a big lock. Uh, that is a twenty-four. Twenty-four. That's like nine higher than the DC. You just nine. <laughs> and uh, you and the lock just unlocks, and the chains go lack. Or slack, rather. Uh, Thank you. And he's gonna 
pick the chains and try to remove them from the door. Easily. Just... Yeah, you know, it's because they don't use my locks. (laughs) (laughs) Get this customer, and he's going to grab the door. And are they like slide or is it pull? It's a push open. Push. Um, Okay, he's going to push it open just enough to make like, like a, enough to where like he could like visually look through. Okay. Uh, it's really dark in there, no light sources, you can't see anything because of little dark vision and low light, so no dark okay. vision and low light. Um, he's going to use his divine sense. Okay, you don't detect anything either. Okay. He wipes the blood from his eye and pushes the door the rest of the way. All right. And those of you with dark vision, which I believe is everyone else, I think. Um... You guys can see that this warehouse has been set up to be a alchemist's kind of workshop. Various vials and ingredients kind of hanging from the ceiling, not from the ceiling, from like the walls. Uh, in the middle of the warehouse is like a large cult, bubbling cauldron, still bubbling. Um, oh shit, actually, hold on. Let me look up Divine Sense real quick. Uh, it's, I can sense anything affected by the hollow spell and know, or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. That is not behind total cover. Okay. So Hollis That's why he opened the door. Fae as well. Yeah, okay. Fae as well. Um, is it? Yeah. Because um, yeah. the no, hollow spell I, is Fae. Oh, no, no, no. Celestial, and this is specific, so there's, it's essentially like a reduced version of yes. detect good and evil. Yes. So um, I don't get Fae. So. That's part of the detect, yeah. Divine I mean, sense I guess. is a little different. You don't detect yeah. with divine sense. Uh all bad things so you actually detect uh evil coming from that cauldron okay and yeah it's just like it looks like it's an alchemist workshop bubbling cauldron that's about it Okay. Um, so just a section of the warehouse? Like, warehouses are pretty big. And, oh, uh, the evil is undead. And it's a r- rather large warehouse, yeah. It's, like, enough to store... It looks like it was once used to store, like, siege weaponry. But it's, like, a small area in the... Yeah. Okay. And then it looks like a, like an area for sleeping was set up at one point. And at one point, like, there's, like, a bathroom area set up. Like, it looked like he might have been living in this uh, place. Um, all right, he's gonna pull the morning star and clip like undo it from his uh, uh, side, his belt essentially, and mm-hmm. grab his shield. Uh, and he's gonna essentially hold the mace with his shield arm, so it's he's not technically like using his shield, okay. but he wants at least a free okay. hand. Um, and he's gonna approach this area okay you know you got some yeah the the cauldron is um coming up uh undead what do you mean oh you're saying yes um just be on guard contents i imagine not the cauldron itself
Maybe. Um, I'll just hold a hold an attack in case anything. <laughs> like he's yeah, he's gonna approach. Kind of evil the, looking pops up. Pulls the sword out. Okay. It is it is extremely dark in here though, so Enoch, you're running on not much sight. You're kind of just like feeling around in the dark. Um. Hmm. Shit. Enoch. Yes. Looks like I, you're. I can't a see. I can't see in the dark. Um, oh, here, here, and he's gonna give you a hooded lantern, so you can add that to your inventory, and he's gonna light it for you with his tinderbox. As soon as you light the lantern, you all can hear, not hear, you can, you can kind of actually, as you all kind of step into the warehouse, you can all hear like what sounds like wet mush moving, like a wet slapping and sucking <laughs> sound. Uh, and you know, how close did you get to the cauldron? Uh, I mean, he would have stepped in and probably paused okay. in a dilemma of like, do I get my torch out? Yeah, do I request? He's like, yeah, yeah he's not going like, to like walk like, uh. okay, yeah. So the cauldron is still like a good 40 feet away. Is it like so? I imagine there's like a small fire under the cauldron. Like, is it still no on fire, fire? No fire oh. whatsoever. Yeah. So he probably would have reached down and grabbed this hooded lantern. Okay. And yeah, as you all kind of get into the warehouse kind of deal, like just through the door, you can hear that wet, like smacking and sucking and slopping sound. Gross. It sounds like a really wet movement coming from the cauldron. Can he attach the hooded lantern to his? Sure. Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah, totally. To free up his hand. Totally. Yeah. Uh, he's going to attach it to his belt, um, and he's going to fully grab and fully brace his shield as he kind of walks up. Um, he's going to walk up to the the cauldron area. Okay. Uh, how close? I mean, he's I, I, he's going to walk up to it. So I mean, he's going to get about 10, 10 or so feet from it. Uh, ba -ba -ba. all right. As soon as you get up, you can, that sound for you is much louder. Like, and you can't see in it from where you are, though. And it's a larger, it's a largest cauldron. It's about uh, uh, six feet in diameter. Okay. Um. Oh man third level oh sorry six, uh, six yeah six feet di diameter so six feet around and it's maybe like three feet tall okay he's and gonna it's just, it's just laying flat on the ground it's not on any timber or anything to start a fire it's just flat on the ground can he walk around it um toward the station so like wherever this the station portion of yeah. this would be like where the yeah. prep i guess the prep area sure what's everybody else doing Uh, we can't see anything sort of bubbling out or, or anything. We can't. Not from where see. you guys are. Um, I'm preparing a spell. That, that's all I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> like preparing. I think Lindak would probably have followed Enak, but behind him. Okay. L Lindak can see, so. Yeah, and there's also like light now, so you're not just seeing <clears throat> shades of gray. Are there are there any things gravel sized or larger that he can kind of take cover behind? Bed, stools, 
uh, urns, jars, tables. Cool. We'll start with the closest thing closest to the doorway that we entered through. Okay, so probably like a just an assorted crate. There's no yeah. there's no lid to the crate. Alright. So he's just gonna like kinda post up there, peek around the side, uh, and do like kind of a bonus action hide. Sure. Okay. Enoch you get would be about uh, five feet behind Enoch. Okay. It's a nineteen. Alright, so Enoch you get to the uh to the workstation and yeah it's just assortment of dried herbs and other ingredients salts minerals rocks gems the gems don't look like they're worth much of anything um mainly just mainly just pure components for making potions and stuff uh, there's like also like assorted organs and stuff in jars and other things like bladders, like fish. any kind of like shelving or like uh, drawers or anything like that. Uh, work. It looks like it's like a ramshackle kind of workstation okay. that's been made relatively quickly. So there's no like shelves or anything. It's all just placed in like crates stacked. and okay. stacked on the desk in a really like haphazardly way. Okay, he's gonna. Seeing that, he is going to take the hooded lantern off. How far away would the desk or the station be from the cauldron? Uh, 15 feet. So he's going to place the... On the highest point that he can, he's going to place the hooded lantern. Okay. Um, and then he is going to angle himself where he's not blocking the light, so he's not standing in front of, like, he's not eclipsing the light to the cauldron. He's going to okay. kind of step so that he could walk around, and he's going to make his way to the actual cauldron. Sure. What's Lindak doing? Enoch is just watching Enoch very carefully. Okay. So Enoch, how close do you get to this cauldron? Uh, yeah, he's getting... So he's about 10 feet. He's going to get close that 5-feet gap. Okay. Uh, as you get within 5 feet of it, you can see what's kind of rolling around in it. Uh, it's more of those worms, but they're not uh, suspended in any liquid. They're just rolling around on their own. And there looks like there might be a million or so of these minuscule little worms just rolling around in there, and as you get within five feet, they all stop rolling around. Um, okay. And I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Fuck! As one of these worms launches out and lands lands on your skin. Oh, fuck. That's a five. A five? It burrows under your skin. (laughs) He's gonna stumble back. Yep. Uh, and, and, then, he, and then they shit. go back to rolling and writhing around in the. He's gonna like look at Lindak, and he's gonna actually like... hold on. Let me see if it does burrow under your skin. Oh. <laughs> I think it does though with a fail save. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> fucking gross. So gross. Nope, it is actually kind of leached and uh, it's got like these little mandibles that are sunken into your arm, so it's on the in the process of burrowing underneath. Okay, can he run to the hooded lantern and he's gonna place like the hot metal between so the it's gonna be his arm, the worm, then wherever the heat like a hot metal placing. So he's just gonna kinda like press it up against the hooded lantern, wherever the it's like. Triumvirate of pain. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it doesn't seem like anything happens. 
<laughs> it just it, it gets wriggling more and like it needs to get away and now it burrows under your skin fuck <laughs> and just goes into your arm and you can feel it like just crawling in your like through your like veins and stuff God, he's mortified he looks physically mortified his arm is like laid out um you take nine points of necrotic damage by the way oh crap uh oh uh oh um and Lindak, you were close enough to see like that worm latch onto his arm wriggle there he runs back to the lantern kind of where you're standing and presses it up against the lantern it doesn't it looks like it gets more agitated instead of hurt by anything and it burrows into the arm. Um. Okay, he's gonna panic. Um, he's gonna touch his own arm, and he is going to do five points of lay on hands, okay. uh, essentially attempting to remove a disease or neutralize a poison. Okay, cool. Uh, so as you do lay on hands, the wound where it crawled in, like pus, just starts to like pool out. And like, kind of squirt out like a pop zit, just, and uh, the like the pieces of like this dissolved worm kind of just squirt out from your arm. Oh. Oh. Do I still feel it or anything? No, it's 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 dealt with. Now there are nine hundred ninety-nine thousand left to go. <laughs> okay, we'll just spend nine that many days here and we'll just keep on coming back um but you noticed actually i might be wrong with the uh oh oh it's with t within 10 feet not five so it should have been anyways but yeah oops um <laughs> ooh, ooh, lucky break uh and as you guys are kind of in, in this warehouse staring at the wound at the moment all right kind of shocked well the land hands also healed it uh so there's okay, the yeah. wound as like that all got expelled the wound healed uh, and as you're kind of in this warehouse, you hear footsteps kind of coming from the back half of the warehouse, like, I heard voices. If everybody wants to hide, I need stealth checks, and also the lantern will need to be turned off if you want to be. Yeah, he's going to, like, shink, try okay. to close the so, hood. So, what I described, what you can, when uh, Gravel House, what he could hide behind, I described what you could hide behind. There's nothing really in here that big people He's going to try to hide behind, behind the station. Is that like a blockade, or is like the station up against the wall? The station's right up against the wall. Uh, can he just drop to the ground after he closes the lantern? Sure. <laughs> Would you say I'm already hidden? Yes. Okay. Do you remember what score I had? Nineteen. Okay. Cool. So everybody. Uh, so yeah, there's a bed to hide uh, in. There's a bed. There is the again. This is a very very vacant warehouse that once stored siege equipment. And all that's left is a ramshackle potions workshop. There is not much to hide behind. There's the cauldron, which is rather big. Uh, there's the bed. There's the workshop, which again is up against the wall, but there is a desk someone could probably crawl under if they wanted to. And there's crates, but the crates are only really big enough to hide a gnome-sized individual. I, I was staying pretty well near the doorway. Is there anything? Like, what would be the nearest thing for me Outside. to hide? Outside. Okay. So everyone rolls stealth checks based on how good you're hiding. Okay, yeah. so what'd you get, Lindak? I got a uh, two. Okay, where so are you? Where are you? I, trying to I'm hide? basically I, I kind of froze in place where I was. At the workstation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Enoch dropped to the floor at the workstation. 
that's an unnatural one. So I rolled a two minus oh, one. Okay, so that's this big, oh there's this big like thud as a Goliath drops to the floor. Talendra, your stealth check doesn't matter. Essentially, you're just, you're just outside. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm well, confused. Well, it kind of, kind of would matter though. What'd you get? Is, is this room? I, I got a dirty twenty, but is this room like directly leading out to the outside? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so it's I like guess a, I just so... like pop out under and I wait to hear what happens. Okay. It's like a I long hallway, a right? Or like a long warehouse? Yeah, I thought it was like a hallway. Yeah. So but... the, the good thing about whether or not you, sorry, Justin, go ahead. So, with that loud thud on the floor and Lindak and Enoch not hiding so well, the you hear the voice say, oh, there's someone over there by the workstation. Go see if it's Luther. And you see two robed individuals. Those of you with, those of you with dark vision see two robed individuals kind of walking towards the workstation. Uh, and one of them is making a weird sucking sound and the other one appears just to be talking like a normal human. He's like, yeah, there's someone over there. I think they disturbed the workstation. And they start to approach, and they. they... And I open the. I'm gonna open the lantern. Okay, because one of them con just went to conjures a light spell on their hand, and they go. Oh, okay. Oh. Would everybody... have immediately seen Lindex. I need everybody to roll initiative. You knock prone, Lindex is standing still. Everybody roll initiative, please. Oh no. Please roll well. I did not roll well. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Great. Dice minus here. one on Dex is kicking my butt. <laughs> uh -oh. Kicking my butt. Yeah. Uh -oh. Just wait until we we're level five and we start encountering a bunch of fireballs. It's not fun when you have low Dex. <laughs> yeah, it is not great. Oh, Dex, Dex is great. Righty. CT is worse. All Oh, cool. Uh, Talinder, what'd you get for initiative? I got a 10. 10. Enoch. Enoch. Uh, 14. 14. You're also prone. Uh, Lindak, what'd you get? 11. 11. And Vinlock. 7. Ooh! Jeez. <laughs> uh, so the cultist is gonna go first, for sure. Uh, and they're gonna rush towards the prone individual. Not leaving, also not leaving Lindax reach because you guys are side by side. So, and it is going to actually no, it's not. He's going to stay back by the door. He's going to stay back about thirty feet, and he's going to cast Hold Person on Lindak. Lindak, I need a Wisdom saving throw. As he just reaches up a hand that casts the light, and then just you can feel your 17. limbs. Seventeen. All right, you are not paralyzed. That's good. Uh, that'll end his the, that'll end the cultist turn. He's thirty feet away from Lindak and Enoch, and he's about fifty feet away from Gravel and sixty feet away from Talindra. Bring it to Enoch. You're prone. Um, and also, I read it wrong. Anyone who gets within ten feet of that cauldron is going to have to deal with those worms. Good thing I'm fifteen. Uh, gay. Uh, he's going to stand up. Mm -hmm. um, Half movement. Yeah, he's going to um, essentially kind of like he. I want him to be able to. Can he essentially drop his morning star? Grab the hand axe. Hand, sure. Yeah. 
Well, you said he's 30 feet. Yeah, he's 30 feet away. Are they both of them are? Yep, they're side by side. And your detect evil is def or detect. How long does it divine sense? Last? It's a it's a six second thing. Oh yeah, it's not detecting what the other thing is. That looks no. like it's making sucking uh, sounds under its robes. Frick. He's gonna. He will use <laughs> ten feet of movement to get ten feet closer. Okay. And he's gonna throw a hand axe at the per, the human in robes or the sucking sound thing in robes. Who tried to cast a spell? Uh, the human. He's going to go for the human then. Okay, go for it. You just walk forward 10 feet. And... Um, so as yeah. soon as the light spell comes up and he goes to cast a spell, then six seconds later, just a axe goes flying at his face. That's oh, a 17 God. to hit. 17 hits, roll damage as the axe just sails towards this human in robes. Oh, shit. That's an, that's uh, 11. That's uh, max oh, nice. damage. Nice. Just... It slams into his shoulder and just embeds itself in the collarbone. He's like, ah! Fuck. Um, and then he's going to take five steps back. <laughs> and like he's trying to get yeah. closer to his... As you take five steps back, it just says, says You're not Luther. Where's Luther? And that'll bring it to Lindak. Um, okay. Um... Manifest Echo, 15 yep. feet away towards them. Okay. And the Echo is going to move the other 15 feet and attack them with my sword. Go for it. This Echo disappears, runs towards the human, the human or the uh, sucking sound robe thing. I'm assuming an 8 probably doesn't hit. An 8 doesn't hit. He just sidesteps and the sword just slams into the ground. Alright. That's all I can do for the moment. Cool beans. That'll bring it to the sucking sound robe thing. Uh, okay. Uh, it is going to use full 30 feet of movement and get up close to Lindag. This... As it walks, you can hear like a wet slopping sound, like the same sucking sound that came from that cauldron. As this robed individual walks towards Lindek, your echo, I believe, can make an no, it cannot make an attack opportunity. I don't think. So make it is. What? I, don't, I don't think echoes can make attack opportunity. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think it can. Because these things were side by side. So. Yep, when the creature that you can see within five feet of your echo moves at least five feet away okay, from cool. it, you can use make your sense. reaction. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, so it's Enox, it's Lindex reaction that's being used then to make an attack of opportunity. So. <laughs> that one. It kind of just like, it looks like it distorts its shape and just shrinks a bit, and it go huge, like wet, slopping, sucking sound comes out as it, as it just kind of goes, it shrinks a little bit, and the sword just swings wide over it. And it kind of passes under the blade and then regrows and continues on towards Lindak. What the fuck? And <laughs> it is going to make, uh, yeah, it's going to do, go for it, make some attacks on Lindak. Just walks up and is, <laughs> all right, let's go here. The claw, the first claw attack. Oh, that's not going to hit. That's an, an 11 to hit. Nope. Uh, 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 hit my shield. <laughs> uh, second attack is an eight to hit. Well, no. <laughs> uh, and you hear like a slopping sound underneath its robes, and one of those worms launches out towards you. I need okay. a dexterity saving throw. Multi attack and a th one of these? Fuck, we gotta take this thing out. 
this? This is shit. Thirteen. Thirteen. You dodge the worm and it lands on the floor, still alive, wriggling around, and it kind of rears up and looks like it's going to launch at somebody else. Uh, that'll bring us to Talindra. You are 60 feet away from all of this. Outside the doors. Okay. Am I, am I outside of the room? Like, I can't, mm. I didn't see any of this? You can see it if you look and you have dark vision. Okay, okay, so I'm not and, behind a door or anything. No, okay. but you can hear it and see it, because you're dark vision. Okay, um, I'm gonna try to do a Tasha's hideous laughter on the worm thing. Okay. Uh, sure. Wisdom saving throw? Charisma? Wisdom? Yeah, that's wisdom 13. Ooh, 10 plus 1. 11. Okay, so that thing is laughing. Alright. Uh, uh when it falls prone? Let me see I think something. it's prone. Let, Let me, me see something. Incapacitated. Here, this might be different. Are you checking the intelligence? Because it's no, I'm checking 4. I'm checking something else. Okay. Chicken resistance. It's, it's, it's oh, fuck. <laughs> it's worms. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it just starts going, it makes like weird like frothing noises and falls prone. <sighs> okay, cool. Right. I mean, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-eight. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's just like on the ground making like frothing noises, because it can't laugh. Uh, okay. Anything else? Um, yeah, I am going to, um, I'll, uh, gosh, I don't know who I want to inspire. I guess I'll inspire Lindak, let's say. Okay. Bardic inspiration? Yep. Yes. Well, I just do a little Four two. or six? That is a, a D6. Thank you. All right. Uh, anything else? Movement to get in there, or...? Uh, I'm I'm well within range of all of them, like sixty feet You're 60 away. Feet, You're sixty right? feet away. Okay, uh, that's fine for now. Okay, gravel. Uh, he's gonna take. Well, one because that other thing is prone, he can't really nope. fire on it because it would be at disadvantage because it's prone. Correct. So he is going to fire at the human. Okay, go for it. Uh, and because you're hidden with advantage. A sweet. It's actually, I think, incapacitated, not prone. But it's usually, Tasha City is laughter. Tasha City is laughter. They fall prone. Oh, I'm not, unable to stand. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, fourteen to hit. Fourteen does hit. The arrow kind of. You just, <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> and the arrow goes sailing towards him. Sneak I attack rolled... because advantage. Yeah. So crazy thing. I rolled max damage for both <laughs> sneak attack and. The oh, regular. hold on. Okay, I, had, I forgot about the, the intelligence score of 4 or less, but it has... It, it is still affected. It does not have a 4 or oh. less for intelligence. Good. Sorry, Grab, what were you saying? Uh, So the total was 22 total damage. 22 total damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm aiming. I'm aiming for like a knee shot. We got to take this guy alive. Okay. Hits him in the knee, and he lets out a yelp and falls unconscious because he had 22 hit points. Oh fuck! And he'll be making the, the death saves because I'm conscious right. still. All right, and then I'm going to take a bonus action to hide. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, all right. But before I before I hide, I'm gonna say like, oh, we might need to keep that guy alive. Uh, shit. And then he's gonna take off running into the darkness to find an, okay. a different piece of cover to all hide right. behind. Self check. Uh, that's a twenty five. Okay. I wonder. Does Titus City's laughter require that the creature can understand you? It doesn't say so. Is checking. Um, it just everything. says yeah. it perceives everything yep. as hilarious. Yep. Funny. All right. <laughs> All right. Just your voice alone All is righty. enough to. Uh, the cultist got a 15 on a death saving throw. Okay. Based on the axe wound and the, you know the everything else, but yeah, he's unconscious. Enoch, the worm thinks on the ground making frothing noises. The cultist is unconscious with your axe embedded in his shoulder and an arrow kind of like embedded in like his knee. Um, Alright, he's going to um, first bonus action, second wind. Okay. Just in case. Sure. What did I... Let's see. Oh, okay. That's not bad. 9 plus 2 is 11. Okay, back to full. Okay. And he is going to complete the action of running. He's going to run over to this Cool. Dropped cultist. As you run towards the dropped cultist, that worm that launched that Lindak, because the cultist is right, the, the worm thing is running the ground right, right in front of Lindak, that worm is going to leap at you as you run past. I need a dexterity saving throw as you run past. Oh, oh my god. Natural 20 minus 1, 19. All right, oh so my it, god. It, 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 leaps, it leaps 10 feet towards you as you pass. Yeah, so it leaps 10 feet towards you as you run past, and then it rears up back on the ground and gets ready to go. Okay. These are considered yeah. t- these are like tiny worms, so they're like, they're like okay. this big. They're not okay. huge. Okay. And you run up to the you run up to the cultist. Yeah. Um, keeping him alive. Uh, that's the goal. Um, that was thirty feet. He was thirty yes. feet away from me. Yep. But you move ten feet ahead, so he's twenty feet away. Okay. So. I... Oh yeah. So you actually wouldn't be within. No wait. No. Yeah. Ten feet. As a ten. Feet yeah. Attack, if I was running past so, it, so yeah. 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 Ten feet um, attack range for those worms. They leap. Can he? Okay. Um... He's gonna attempt to stabilize this dude. Okay. Medicine check, do... please. Uh, Sixteen plus four, dirty twenty. Yep. Yeah, you just stabilize him. He's no longer making death saving throws, and he will become conscious, however, in two hours. You can judge that based on the severity back. of his wounds. He'll be probably awake in like two hours. Okay. Um, That's your turn, I guess. It is. Okay. Lindak, that worm thing, cultist, that's like little frothing worms under the robes. It is prone in front of you and laughing. Not laughing, because it can't laugh. It has no mouth. So it's just like... <laughs> Okay, so that was the creature that was making the sucky noises, right? Yep. He's right in front of me. Yep. And my... Is anything near my echo? (coughs) An an unconscious cultist. That is stabilized. And Enoch is right there, too. No, Enoch. I'm, just I'm standing by the other cultists. Yeah, Enoch is right where the worm thing is because the worm thing ran the the thing on the robes ran towards Lindak and then got dropped by Talindra's hideous laughter. 
Okay, so which one is stabilized? The, I guess. the cultist. The human. The human. The human. Which is 30 feet from Lindak? So Correct. Enoch and the human are 30 feet from you and the dropped worm cultist, right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so your targets are a worm and a yep. weird something. Well, it's not my something. so much <laughs> as my worm gonna do it from. I'm not getting a really good picture of that. It's prone right in front of you. Yeah, okay, but way far away from my echo? No, it's right in front of Lindak, Lindak. Nothing is nothing is close to your echo. All right, then I am going to uh, teleport to my echo. Okay. We're going to swap places. And my echo is going to attack whoever's right in front. Okay. Oh, you're switching places yeah, with yeah. him. Right, nice. so I myself yes. am now 30 feet away <laughs> yeah. from anybody. Fucking cool. All right. Sword. Awesome. Okay, right. sword, sword him. The, yeah, with advantage because it's prone. Oh, with advantage. Nice. That didn't help. 7 plus 4 is only 11. 11 hits. Uh, and you sink your sword into this writhing mass of worms in robes. Just another one, one damage. <sighs> okay, hold on. Maybe there's some pluses on that. Just yeah, yeah. I was like, you don't get no bonuses. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Plus four, five. Okay. You stab into this mass of just writhing worms. Just or your echo does. Just disgusted. Yeah. Oh, oh it will, each time it takes damage. Yeah, it takes makes a wisdom save. Yeah. It took damage. Uh, yeah, dirty. I damage. believe it's dirty. Advantage. Nope, it just says the target has advantage on the saving. If it's throw, triggered, it's triggered by day damage, yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. a nineteen plus one, dirty twenty on the first one. Yeah, it's a dirty twenty. Yeah. So it is no so longer <laughs> it is no longer under the effects of hideous laughter, and it's its yeah, turn. I'm... Bummer. Yeah, it oh, happens. Righty. Well, it's left, isn't it? Just that guy. It's on the ground still, so. And the, there. Yeah. Oh, and the worm. Don't forget about the fucking worm. Oh, yeah, the... Yeah. And the cauldron full of worms. Anything else for Lindax Lindak? No. Cool. This thing is going to use half its movement to stand up. Just like. And it doesn't look like it's like standing up on feet. It kind of like the mass shifts and it goes from prone to like standing up with like a sucking sound as the robes kind of like unnaturally shift. Just. <laughs> Uh, and it is these things aren't super intelligent so it's going to make all attacks at the echo Great. so the first attack is a 22 to hit that hits Okay. Uh, 4 slashing damage and my uh, echo poofs it's, it's like <laughs> it turns around and sees the two individuals still alive because it can't see gravel Actually, it can. Oh, yeah, no, it can't, because you did another self check. Uh, it sees Talindra, but she's not close enough, <laughs> so it's going to move 15 feet towards uh, Lindak and Enoch. It's 15 feet, so it's still got 15 feet left to go. Uh, and it's worms. It can't do any more attacks based on the distance. Uh, it looks like it heals a little, like that wound where it got stabbed closes up. As the worms kind of, like, just kind of. <laughs> suck over to it, uh, and that worm that is still on the floor is going to use its one foot of movement speed 
and slowly inch towards Enoch and Lindash, kind of like a <laughs> nasty. Uh, That's so fucking nasty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that'll bring it to Talindra. Okay. Um. Ooh, geez, what do I want to do? Uh, is it? It's still sixty feet from me. Yep. Or no, it'd be more now because it moved fifteen feet in the, away from you. So it's so it's for it's further it's than seventy five feet. feet away now. Okay. Um. Well, then I am going to move. Oh no, it's still it. it's still sixty feet technically. Okay. Does it have any? It doesn't have any weapons on it, does it? Nope. Not that I've seen. Okay. Nope. Um. Okay. I'm going to move so that I if I'm sorry, I'm still within sixty feet, so I don't I don't move. Uh. And I'm going to do a vicious mockery. mockery. Okay. I'm just going to do an intimidating, like, on my violin. Okay. I can't do violin sounds, but you know what I mean. It's right. uh, That's three damage. Three, what kind of damage? That, uh, I think it's psychic. Okay. Psychic damage? Is right. it immune to... It doesn't appear serious. It just keeps, slow, it keeps, just keeps its focus on... So it doesn't seem affected by it? It is affected by it. It just seems it to is. be focused on the two meals in front okay. of it okay and well, then not for a meal something else entirely <laughs> anything else friends yeah then i'll i'll inspire uh, gravel all right d6 of inspiration <laughs> gravel where are you inspired or vinlock i don't think i know that's what yeah uh all right oh he didn't say it did nope, he he, he did not say it no. uh anything else Talindra? no that's all Okay, that'll bring us to Gravel then. You can see that worm thing just kind of like shift upright. It starts to move towards Enoch and Lindak, and the worm beside it kind of inching along on the ground. Take it back! Alright, on, on who? The thing or the worm? The worm. No, 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 the the thing. Okay, the thing. make an attack roll with advantage. Uh, 23. 23 hits, is it just hit. an arrow? Hits it in the back. Alright, and that is. 3d6 because of sneak attack that is 12 damage 12 damage Alrighty. plus oh actually plus four so that's 16 damage 16. okay all right and it's just it's just like takes the arrow in the back and just lets out a weird like frothing hiss like and then just looks like it's still intent on going after lindak and enoch Bonus action hide. Because he did not like how that sounded. That's <laughs> uh, a 20. Okay, cool. Dirty 20. Alright. Uh, that'll bring it to anything else, rather? Bonus action, action. Bonus action, action he used okay. up. Uh, unless you would have said he would have needed to move to a different place in order to hide most effectively. Most likely, yeah, most likely. Yeah, you did mention like some urns and some other yeah. things, so I imagine he just picked something else okay. like within 30 feet to yeah. just kind of like... Easy. All right. Okay. Uh, that'll bring us to the cultist who is stabilized. Enoch, that worm thing is 15 feet away, like the worm-robed thing. 15 feet away, and it's slowly walking towards you. Not really slowly. It's pretty quick. Uh, well, 30 I feet. I think it's walking towards you, and that little inching worm is, like, right beside it. Is, uh, well, not really. It's, the... got one, it's got one foot of movement speed, so. So I imagine stabilizing this dude, he would have removed the hand axe, right? Or would he left it in? <laughs> If not, he's just going to sure, pull you, the you, other one and throw right, it. You probably pulled it out. Okay. Um, 
he's gonna grab that and right make an attack roll against this thing uh 12 12 does hit as you just and it sinks uh, nine it sinks into like the center mass and the worms start to like come out of the hole in the robes and start to just like crawl over the axe and just make it disappear in the mass almost God. like it's claiming it for itself i'm disgusted um okay um Yeah, let's do it. Axe and Surge. He's going to grab the other hand axe and okay, go throw for his. Other one. Jeez. That's a natural 20. <laughs> All right. Roll damage and multiply it. Then add modifiers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Golly uh, dog. <laughs> right. Okay. That's four times two is eight plus five is 13. 13 total damage. All right. Mm -hmm. So you throw another axe at it. <laughs> And it looks like it narrowly severs like whatever the left arm is made of, but then the worms kind of reattach the left arm and absorb the axe, that axe as well. Just... He's going to try to move Maneuver to go to at least put 30 feet between him okay. and this sure. worm thing. Sure. So he's 15 feet away, so he's going to move at least 20 feet away from this creature. So like just straight, like straight backwards? Yeah. Okay. All right. You're, uh, you almost be at the other wall of this warehouse. That's fine. Okay. It's about, that other wall is about ten feet away. That's fine. Oh right. And well, then I'll go. So wait, was that if I moved? If I move full thirty, would that put me up against the wall? It puts you like up against the bed. Okay. Well, I'll do the full thirty to get to that point. Okay. So you'd be standing. You'd be standing on the bed with the full. 30. Fine. Just hop okay. up. Okay. <laughs> The, yeah, it, it looks like it's a bedman for a human, and the, you can hear it just go, the springs, not springs, but like the wooden bed frame kind of just groan. Fine. Alright, uh, that'll bring us to Lindak. Muted. Muted. Okay, this thing is like 15 feet away. Yep. All right, manifest echo. Okay. Fifteen feet, right, right, well, right in front of him. So what's that? Ten feet. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to attack with a sword from okay. the echo. Making an attack roll. Okay. Uh, Sixteen for twenty, dirty twenty to hit. Hits roll damage. Very nice. You get the sense it's not going to be fooled by the echo this time, though. Eight points of slashing damage. All right. He's, the echo slashes into it. Some of the worms kind of, like, fall out. But, like, where the holes were, where the worms have been, like, getting cut away, there's kind of, like, slowly, like, worms are just kind of, like, regrowing there. I am disgusted. And then uh, uh, Lindak himself is going to back up by where Enak is. Maybe uh, not on the Alright. Uh brings it back to this worm thingy, cultist worm robed thing. Uh it looks like those like worms that are regrowing are healing it when they regrow. So just And yeah, it's done it's no longer concerned about your echo because it knows it's fake. Uh and it is instead going to use its rest of its movement to get to the cultist. That is, with no one guarding it. 
Just reaction. Uh, uh, but reaction, man. Cool. Make an attack roll. Yeah. Uh, eleven. Eleven hits. You just the echo. Uh, hit <laughs> Ten. Ten damage. All right. So while it's moving, it's actually going to make an attack against the echo instead, and then go for the cultist. Uh, that's a natural twenty. So the cultist, <laughs> the echo is gone. <laughs> Uh, and it just goes up to the cultist and is going to make an, an, an attack on the cultist with advantage. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, with Which is a 9 plus 15 to hit. Hits the cultist. That's a considered... Plus 15? 15 to hit. That's considered an auto crit, though, because he's unconscious. So two failed death saves for this guy. But it might outright kill him. No, it won't. Uh... Fifteen slashing damage and twenty necrotic damage. Oh yeah, no, he's dead. <laughs> it just walks over and just rips its throat out. Damn it! Uh, and then it is going to use its burrowing worm. Oh, it only moves fifteen feet. Yeah, it's gonna move fifteen. It's gonna move the rest of its fifteen feet closer to Enoch and Lindak, and it's gonna shoot a worm at Lindak just out of its robes. And Linda, you see this worm flying towards you. I need a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Fifteen makes it. The worm lands on the bed. And then rears up. Uh, the other, other worm is going to crawl closer. To inch, one foot of movement speed. Action to dash two feet towards the cultist's body. And that'll bring us to Talindra. Um, okay, how far how far is this uh, guy from me? Uh, he'd be farther away now. Uh, he moved 30, 15 feet away, technically, so he's 75 Se feet away. 75, okay. I'm gonna move my full speed towards him. Okay. Uh, trying as hard as I can to not get near the cauldron, although okay. I don't think that'll be a problem for a bit anyways. You can see the cultist that they were trying to bring as evidence has his throat slashed open, and one of those little worms is inching closer towards the cultist body. Um, okay, um, the, the worm is not on the body, it's like it, nearby? It, it's really slow. It has two feet of movement Okay, speed. then I'm gonna, can I just like step on the worm? You're not, it's an, you still have to make an attack roll to attack the worm. Okay. So stepping on it would be considered an unarmed strike. <laughs> My unarmed strike is zero. It's... Like well, the damage you, you, is zero. You okay. automatically only do like if you if you have any like modifier to it, you automatically do one damage minimum. Okay, okay. Then um oh that's the side. So roll to see okay. if it hits first. That's nineteen. Nineteen hits for sure. Very nice. Yeah. So you just bring your foot up and just step on it. How many hit points does this thing have? One hit point. So you just bring your foot down and just <laughs> and you just squish the worm that was going towards the cultist. And that's right. your that's your attack act. That's your action, right? That, there that's that. my action. Okay. Yep. Um, okay. Yep. Okay. I, yeah, I don't have much else I can do, so I will. Uh, that's my turn, and I'll move on my next turn. Okay. Vinlock. That thing is seventy-five feet away from you now. Uh, which thing? The worm thing in the robes. Or no, not oh, seventy-five great. feet away. It's uh, it would be sixty-five feet away from you. Still within range. He's gonna pop out and fucking shoot that shit. <laughs> All right, with advantage. Yeah. Oh, with advantage. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, that's a 17. 17 hits. You just another arrow, arrow flies towards this worm thing, and you notice that all the arrows that are hitting it are getting sucked into the Oof. worm body. Ugh. Gross. Uh, oh, I'd better start docking off arrows. Then. Correct. That's uh, that'll be three arrows. Uh, that is a total of twelve damage, though. Okay, still standing. Just like it's slowly making its way towards Lindak and Enoch. I keep saying slowly, but it's not really slow. One, two, three. Visual arrows I've spent. There. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then bonus action, hide again if there if you deem that there is something else left to be. I'd say probably behind. not. Based on how many times it's been shot in the back, it probably knows there's someone back there scurrying around. So I'd say. But I could still like. Is there? I no. mean, I could run and hide behind something else that was nearby that I was reali- hiding behind before. Or? I'd say no, because it, it's kind of gate. It knows where you've been shooting at every single time. The really so, only other realistically realistic place you could hide behind at this point is probably under the desk. Okay. All right. How close is that? <laughs> uh, it, from where you are, uh, 15 feet. All right, I'm going to do that then. All right, still check. And then the only other place that's within sight that you could probably hide behind before you're kind of out of hiding places in this area is the cauldron. All right. 27. Yeah, you, you, you kind of do like the running slide under the desk. Okay. Anything else? Action, bonus action, movement. That's it. Cool. Uh... Oh, the cult fanatic's dead as fuck. Enoch, you see this thing walking towards you. Uh, it launched a worm at Lindak. Lindak dodged out of the way. Now the worm's on the bed right beside you. Just kind of reared up on the bed, getting ready to pounce again. Um, I don't have my weapon on me at the moment. I still don't have my morning star to go get that. Yep. That's where I was headed. Um, can he attempt to <laughs> squish the bug? I guess. Yeah. Like, give me an attack roll and then use unarmed strike damage. Uh, that's at 17 plus 5, 22. 22 hits, so you just like raise your foot up. What's your unarmed strike damage? Just for shits and giggles? Four. Four, yeah. You just bring your foot up and you bring it down hard on that worm and the bed frame just goes. <laughs> um, and he is going to <laughs> And that worm spread is dead. 30 feet trying to make like almost like if he could make like a circle like a big okay trying to keep out is there like a way to go toward the door there toward where we came from I'm curious I suppose something here <laughs> not trying to run past this thing or the cauldron uh so if you can if you do attempt to run past it because these worms technically don't count as attacks it will, could make an attack of opportunity with its worms as soon as you leave within 10 feet of it and it is currently 10 feet away yeah it can use those worms as attack of opportunities gross um he doesn't want to get hit by it so he's going to attempt to do it he's going to try to run all right it's going to attempt to shoot a worm at you so another worm comes flying out from its robes and I need a dexterity saving throw as the worm comes jettisoning towards your cheek. Just... Uh, 14. 14. You duck, and you can, see, you can see the worm coming, and you just duck, and it splatters about 10 feet behind you. Just Actually, oh, so based on where you were, it is. That is another worm on the bed. Just. Oh, gross. Yeah. Where Wait, the deck is. Alive? Another another worm in yeah, play? Yeah, it used an attack <laughs> opportunity to launch another worm. Just... <laughs> These he's, worms. He's, yeah, he's gonna run the full thirty that he okay. can get away. Cool. Uh, that'll bring it to Lindak then, if you're not doing anything else. 
No, okay. no, no, no. So, Lindek, you're on the you're on the bed essentially where Enoch was. There's a worm right beside you, and that worm robed individual is ten feet away from you, coming towards you. And my last echo got killed. Correct, because it knows those echoes are fake, so it's not really bothering with them if it has, unless it has to. Your current echo, though, is fine. That made You'll the get, attack opportunity. You, you get one at a time, and it killed it. No, he can spend a bonus action. Attack of opportunity. No, yes. Oh, sorry. I think. It used yeah. an attack of opportunity, and then on the uh, worm thing's turn, it attacked the echo and destroyed it because it has one. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then it killed the cultist. And then tried to infect the cultist. But that didn't work. Gross. Uh, manifest echo. Okay. Um, How many times can you do that where? per rest? Because this will be your third time doing it. Anytime I want. It's just endless? Yep. You can use a bonus action to magically manifest an echo of yourself in an unoccupied space you can see within 15 feet. I'm surprised there is not a limit on that, but okay. Cool. <sighs> okay, okay. Um... Um, okay, manifest echo five feet behind the monster that is 15 feet, or sorry, 10 feet in front, so All 15 right. feet, so behind him. Okay. And then I am going to run my echo 30 more feet, because he can move 30 feet in any direction. Right. And it's already used its attack of opportunity, so. And I am going to... I am going to <laughs> move up 10 feet and hit him with my sword. Wait, so where's your echo going? He's 35 feet behind Oh, okay, it. I get what you're doing. Okay. And then you're walking up to this thing to attack it? Yeah. Oh, uh, as you step away from the worm, worms do get attacks of opportunity as well because they're considered a separate creature. Okay. I, need a, I need a dexterity saving throw from Lindak. Uh, dex 10. 10. That's a fail. The worm latches onto your lower back. My lower back. Yep. Just. All right. I don't think I can do anything else. Okay. I could move. No, I, because that would be an opportunity attack. Okay. Uh, this I'm, thing, I'm the... lost. I was I was by the bed, and yeah. this thing was on the bed. A it worm attacked was. me the... before I was moving. Yes, the worm that was on the bed that got launched out of the bed attacked you. Right. This this worm thing in ropes already use its reaction to uh, attack your echo knight. Right. So, yes, the worm on the bed attacked you. Right. Um. Um. um so did I still get to move? Yes. It's, it doesn't have sentinel. Okay, so you, uh, so you get up to then the, I to, can still attack this thing. Yes. Uh, uh, nine plus uh, four, yeah, thirteen. Thirteen hits. So you walk up to it. The worm, like the worm, like the little tiny worm, launches, like kind of bites into your lower back and hangs on, and then you walk up to this thing and slash it. Uh, for three points of damage. Three points of damage. All right. Anything else? Oh, sorry. Just that three plus two. Five points of damage. Okay. Anything else? This thing's starting to look no, ragged. I can't do anything okay. else. Okay. 
Start of its turn, it regenerates. Um, yes, regenerates a bit. Uh, and then it is going to make two claw attacks against you. Uh, first one is a tw dirty 20 to hit. That hits. Okay. You take eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And four points of necrotic damage. Just And then it's going to rake you again with these worm claws made out of worms. Uh, the second attack is a 19 to hit. Or sorry, uh, 15 plus 6. 21 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, that is 7 slashing damage. Okay. And ooh, 11 necrotic damage. I'm at 0. Okay, so Lindak falls unconscious. And he has a worm on him. Correct. Uh, the worm on its turn is going to burrow... Oh, no, hold on. Never mind. It's still on his back. Uh, that'll bring it to Talindra. Um, okay, uh, how far is Lindak from me? 75 feet. Or no, you moved up, uh, 30 feet, you moved up 30 feet, 45 feet away. Okay. Um, are there any, uh, of the small worms in the, my immediate vicinity? Like, in, close enough that I could get to them? Nope. No. Okay. Um, and sorry, how far is the, the, the actual big worm Right in front of thing? Lindak, 45, 40 feet away. 40 feet? Because it's in front okay. of Lindak, so it's 40 feet away. So I'm the, gonna that means there would another... be a worm within that same distance that's on Lindak. Yeah, 45 feet. Oh, um, can I vicious mockery that worm? Do you have to, you... The worm that's on Lindak? What's the random vicious mockery? 60 feet. Yeah, let me look at something here. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try that. Okay. They're my intimidating chords. Okay. Wisdom saving throw? Uh, yeah, 13. 12 minus 4. Okay, so it, that's 3 damage. It explodes. To that. Just <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, the one on uh, the deck? Yeah, it's one on Ooh. the deck. Ooh, good. My uh, uh, echo disappeared anyway, by the way. Yep. Because I'm, I'm unconscious. Anything else to end it? Um, reaction. I'm, I'm going to move um, so that I'm going to move just uh, 15 feet so that I could just so that I would be within 30 feet of the thing. Okay. And, and keeping away from anything that might, you know, get at me. Sure. That'll bring us to Mr. Vinlock, who is pretty far away. Yeah, I think I'm still within range, though. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna pop out and do another attack on this entity. Go for it. With advantage, because yep. I'm hidden? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, 24 to hit. 24 hits, roll damage. 15 damage. Alrighty, it is still standing, but it looks like it's barely standing. Uh, you said that my bonus action wouldn't, I couldn't, probably couldn't hide again. The only other place in your vicinity that the worm thing doesn't know about, that you have had not hidden behind yet, is the cauldron. Okay. And you right. probably don't want to hide behind that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> well then, for my 
bonus action. Uh, is there anything standing next to it currently? Uh, no. Just then, uh, I will definitely try to do an an inciting, insightful fighting just, on it. Just uh, Lindak, and... who's unconscious in front of it. Correct. So it needs to do a deception check. Okay. Boop a boo. Seven minus four, three. Fifteen. All right. So that means I get sneak attack on it for the next minute, pretty much no matter yet, no matter what, unless I have disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Anything else? And that's the rest of my turn. Alrighty, that'll bring us to Enoch. You moved thirty feet away from the thing and from Lindak. Um. And it is right in front of Lindak. on the ground. Uh, is there a way that he can oh, budge. Um, where he could run how far away would his morning star be? He's trying to make a oh. Uh, a decent amount of way. It's kind of near where gravel is, so like 50-ish feet or so. Or 40-ish feet. Oh my god, this is going to be obnoxious. Okay, so Enoch is going to attempt something. Um, he's going to grab his drum, and he's just going to start beating on it as loud as he can um, to make some kind of noise Okay. Uh, in this warehouse. So he is just beating the shit out of his drum. Okay. Just trying to make noise. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> nope. His his goal here is to attract other individuals. Okay. Lind if he can. Sure. Lindak, I need a death saving throw. Fuck. That's a fail. Yeah. Um, it. I still have that part of conspiration. You do. You. You know what? I'd have to. You need to roll a six. You need to roll a six. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll save it. Okay. That'll so bring it to this it. thing's turn, mm -hmm. and oh, it looks like it. <laughs> it looks like it regenerates a bit. Just. Oh boy! Oh boy! It has a ghoul here. So it is going to launch a worm down at Lindek. Lindek automatically fails a saving throw, so there's a worm on him. And then it's going to use its move, full movement to get towards Enoch. And make two attacks against Enoch, playing the drum. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> uh, the first one is a 19 to hit. Mm -hmm. You take four points of slashing damage. And six points of necrotic damage. Just okay. We are all worm people now. Uh, the second attack is a natural, natural. Second attack is a natural one. Okay. So you're like you take you grab your drum and just in its face. It's like uh, bringing us to Talindra. So now, sorry, sorry. How far is it from me now? It moved another 30 feet away from you, so... Another 30 feet, so it's 60 feet. Yep. Okay. Um... 
Oh, God. Okay. Um, that's not, okay. That's not within range anymore. Great. Okay. I'm going to, um, I'm going to move towards Lindak and I'm going to make an attack on that, uh, on that worm. All right. Make an attack roll. Talindra, the worm crusher. I know. <laughs> what I'm best at. That's an yeah. 18. 18 hits, and you just... That's a great... You, you kill a worm that was going to infest Lindak. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. oh, uh, that that's worm, my... oh, that worm would have had a turn. God, No, they don't get a turn yet. All right. Uh, anything yeah. else? I can't inspire people who are already inspired, correct? <laughs> Hey, Garrett, just so you know, you posted that in the wrong group. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else to Lindra? I can only inspire someone once. I can't give them, like, multiple nope. inspiration. Correct? Okay. Then I, inspiration then does not stack. <laughs> stack. Okay. All right. That'll bring us to anything else, then? Movement action, bonus action. All right, cool. Stabilizing him would be an action, correct? Correct, Amundo. Yeah, so I'm good. I'm staying here. All right, that brings us to Vinlock. Mr. Gravel. Oh no. <laughs> I'm going to shoot at this thing. Go for it. Not at advantage anymore. Uh, but that's a 23. 23 hits, roll damage. There's another arrow goes. And yeah, all these arrows that are hitting it are getting sucked into its warm body. Yeah, that's another 15 damage. 15 damage. How do you want to do this? Alright. Uh, but we're still in initiative because Lindak either needs to be stabilized or healed. Yeah, and there's a pot full of worms there too. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, with his uh, given the restrictions, I'm essentially just killing this thing, but with arrows. Uh, I think. In my mind, he kind of sees that it starts to dissolve, uh, or like you know the little worms slash maggots start to like disperse. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, no, and just runs up to it and starts, like, stomping and crushing okay. all of the worms associated with that specific entity. Okay. And obviously not mechanically the worms that are already in play. Okay, so... Because that's not within his parameters. So, so. the arrow hits it, it's stunned, then as the arrow hits it, you can see, like, the its mass starting to, like, fall apart as these worms kind of no longer have any life force driving them. And they all kind of collapse into a pile and wither, and you kind of run over and just start jumping on a bunch of dead worms, kind of just crushing them into a paste on the floor. And anything else? Because we're still on initiative, because Lindak has some saving throws to do. Uh, I am going to... Uh, you have a bonus action, and, and well, your movement would have been getting up to the worm to stomp on it, so... Yeah. Uh... How many worms are in play? Can I see? They're all dead. Except the ones in the cauldron. Okay. But I have a bonus action. Yep. Uh, I would like to do... Because I can't do much with my bonus action, but what I can do is do a perception check as a bonus action, as a part of my special, okay. my special thing. Go for it. So I would like to kind of take like do like a quick breath focus up and then 
do a gauge of my surroundings. Okay. <laughs> Sonar. Perception check. All right. Um, dirty 20. Nope. Just Lindak dying from wormy slash wounds on his body. All right. Did not nope. hear my sonars and picking anything nope. else up. Nope. All right. That's the end of my turn. Okay. Can't do anything else. That brings us to Enoch, who is 30 feet away from Lindak. <gasps> he jumps over Vinlock and sprinting. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> the, worm thing, the worm thing died at your feet. Yeah. Uh, and he is going to... Uh, he's going to attempt to stabilize Lindak. Another... All right. Give me a medicine check. <laughs> 15? 15 succeeds. Lindak is stabilized, no longer making death saving throws. He'll wake up in four hours, and because we have a game in like seven minutes, that's where we're going to end the session for the week. Okay. Okay. I'm still at zero, Not but I'm alive. Yes, you're just, yeah. you're just you'll, yeah, you're, you'll wake up in four hours. Unless you get healing points and you come back. But yes, uh, thank you for watching that recorded session of Legends of Wildmount, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next Wednesday when we get back to doing the streams. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh.